5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. All right, today we are back with more talk of covenants, and we're just kind of hitting some of the major covenants throughout the scriptures. We uh, talked about Eden, we talked about Abraham, we've talked about Noah, we've talked about uh, Isaac and Jacob yesterday, and uh, today we're going to go uh, to Exodus. And you can kind of, you know, from Exodus, if you're familiar with the Old Testament at all, like the Exodus is a pretty big event. This is when the people of Israel were in Egypt, and they were crying out to God, come and save us, come and save us. It had been 400 years that they lived in that land of slavery, and they were, you know, like really feeling the the torture, the punishment, and the overworking by the Egyptian overlords. And so what's happening then is that God comes in. He, yep, through Moses uh, and his brother, they are uh, they bring this message and say, you know, you're going to let the people go. You're going to let the people go. Plagues come across upon the land. Finally, Pharaoh, after the death of the firstborn in all of the land, lets the people go. Now they are going and they, you know, go past and God opens up the Red Sea for them. They go across the Red Sea and on dry land, everything is going, you know, fairly well. Now God's trying to establish a set of, uh, which we would call the covenant then that with these people, now that they're out, now that they're going to be their, you know, their own people in a different location. And so what does God do? He says, hey, Moses, come up on the mountain, and it's on the this Mount Sinai that uh, God gives Moses these Ten Commandments. We call them Ten Commandments. He just gives them commandments. And there's a there's, you know, parts and pieces to it that are saying, this is what you're gonna do. Now, I was I've told you yesterday. The Mosaic Covenant is different from Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and we're going to kind of pour through just a little bit to just, you know, kind of see that the, the situation is different. Because they're kind of setting up more of a, a theocracy, it's a people that are led by God, governed by God, and the things of God. And so God's kind of in control. He says, this, you know, we've got to set you know, some boundaries, we've got to set some rules. We as a community, if we don't know how to function together, then this isn't going to be good. And so God's kind of setting all of that up. He says, but I don't want to just do this alone. He is, as we talk about with the covenants, talking about a little bit of a partnership. Now, this is an unequal partnership, of course, because if you got God on one side, it's never going to be equal on the other. And so we're here in this situation. The people, you know, have been rescued. Yep, they still complain about, hey, we should, it was really not that bad in Egypt. We should go back again. But here's the conditional parts. And there's a lot of conditional things that are happening in this covenant. Israel was to obey the terms, embodying all the law that was given in Mount Sinai, 
we can look at and point back to the Ten Commandments, but it even continues in a lot of the, you know, that the books. Leviticus has a lot of laws that were built into that community as well. But it was always then, here's what you're going to do. You've got to follow all of these laws. You've got to embody them. That means you've got to live them out. And then on the other side, it says God promised to then bring blessings if they follow, but he's going to bring curses if they disobey. Most notably, um, if we're looking at like Deuteronomy, uh, you know, 28, uh, you look at um, Deuteronomy chapter 30, there's this, uh, this concept that God already says about if you're not going to do this, the curses also can mean exile. It could mean that you've been kicked out of your land and you're going to have to go and live somewhere else. Because remember, there's a lot back in the Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob covenant that the land was tied in. And so now God's saying, if you can't do this in the Mosaic covenant, then I'm going to remove the land from you. And what we know uh, is that this covenant was not kept. And, and you know, then you can look at it and say, because there was so much more participation on the people's side of this covenant, that that's where the downfall comes. When people are involved in it, when people are in the mix, and God's like, hey, I've got a whole thing for you to do, and I need you to be able to follow all of this, and they're like, oh, yeah, 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 we can do that. You already know that it's not going to be good. And those are the stipulations. And so we, sometimes we talk about the sign of the covenant. Sometimes there's a big, you know, whole uh, thing that happens. And we can look at Mount Sinai and even, you know, Moses coming back down, you know, from the mountain the second time and uh, handing over these tablets. But there's someone who signifies, they say a sign of this particular Mosaic covenant would be the Sabbath. And this we go to, to Exodus chapter uh, 31, uh, 12 to 18. It says, Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, But as for you, speak the sons of Israel, saying, You shall surely observe my Sabbath, for this is a sign between me and you throughout your generations, that you may know that I am the Lord who sanctifies you. Which makes you holy. Therefore, you are to observe the Sabbath, for it is holy to you. Everyone who profanes it shall surely be put to death. Whoever does not work on it, that person shall be cut off from among his people. For six days work must be done, and on the Sabbath, or on the seventh day, the Sabbath of complete rest, holy to the Lord. So you can kind of see that if this Sabbath was the sign, as it says there in verse 14, or in verse 13, that you're, you're looking at and you're saying, this is the reason why when you see like the Pharisees in the New Testament that are so strong on like, you can't do that, it's the Sabbath, you can't do that, that they were so strong in their wording and their understanding and their belief behind it is because of a lot of these things that were still existed in their theology, much of it is then saying, yeah, well, we can't do that because we're going to then abandon this. But, you know, somebody should have told them, hey, that Mosaic Covenant was broken a long time ago. Um, don't worry. <laughs> because if it was built on your sacrifice and your sanctification, then man, we're sunk. 
And so this is, you know, going back to that, you know, the covenant of it is the Mosaic covenant was given for these people. There was a lot more stipulations on them. And because of that, it was also broken. So we're going to get to kind of seeing God come back in and kind of restoring some things in, a, in, a, in, in on our episode tomorrow. But we're going to leave it right there with this broken Mosaic covenant. So everybody have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow.